Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. What's going on? What you got? What you get? This is why we're all here. To get what you got. Oh, that's how I bring it. That's how I do's it. As uh, JB Smooth would say, hey, what's going on? My name is Rick Tittle, and it's uh, nice to have you with us. Wherever you are listening in this great land of ours. That's right, the nation of Bulgaria. Bulgaria, you border on the... No, no. I don't know. I love national anthems, don't you? Maybe not so much. 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to get in and get heard. Yeah, that's right. I said get in and get heard. So come on in and, and let's do that at the toll-free line. 1-800-878-PLAY. Did you watch the Midsummer Classic? Isn't that a Shakespeare play? No, it's Midsummer Night's Dream. Midsummer Classic is the all-star game, as Mel Allen used to say. It. Hey, everybody, it's the all-star game. How'd your team do? My team, in quotes, won. It's the American League. It's not really a team, but it is. Both of my guys, my A's, participated. Neither one was fantastic, but... They didn't choke, which is the most important thing. A kid from St. Mary's College actually got the loss. How about that? In fact, the first RBI of the game from Marcus Simeon, it was a guy from my college versus a guy from my hometown, Marcus Simeon. Pretty local vibe going on there in Denver. All right, we'll talk about that. Anything else on your mind? Also, Adam Carolla is going to be with us here in the first hour in about a half hour. Podcast extraordinaire, stand-up comedian, all the other great stuff he's done. He hasn't been here in like 10 years. Uh, he was mad at me. Uh, also, Haley Hasselhoff is going to join us on the other side of this break. Plus, Joe Romero from Shark Week and uh, Larry Olmstead written a new book called Fans. It's about ceiling fans, pulsating fans, handheld fans. What's that? Oh, sports fans. All right, we'll get to that. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. The double 
It's baseball season, and you're ready to go all out. So you ordered the essentials to make game day a success, like a jersey, a power recliner, and a bigger screen. And you used your Bank of America customized cash rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping. Rewards that you put toward an essential piece of the celebration, an air horn. Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2021, Bank of America Corporation. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800-306-1760-800-306-1760-800-306-1760. That's 800-306-1760. Microband 24 protects against Staphylococcus aureus and Enterobacter aerogenes bacteria, but does not provide 24-hour protection against viruses. Every time you touch a surface, you leave behind bacteria. Use Microband 24 sanitizing spray to keep surfaces sanitized all day. Spray on hard surfaces to kill 99.9% of bacteria and viruses initially, including the virus that causes COVID-19. Microband 24 keeps killing bacteria for 24 hours, touch after touch. When used as directed, Microband 24, touch after touch, it doesn't give up. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome, he's a genius. All right, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast around the globe on American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure now to welcome to the show Haley Hasselhoff. She is a uh, model, activist, and a brand-new podcast host because uh, just coming out a couple weeks ago is uh, a podcast called Redefine You, a conversation 
for well-being. Haley, welcome to the show. And this podcast is born out of your own experiences and, uh, you know, just body image and all sorts of things. It's a, it's a discussion to, to, to help people, as you say, redefine themselves, right? Of course. Well, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, Redefine You, a conversation for well-being. We talk to friends of mine in the industry around their ownership to self, their mental well-being journeys, but we also tap into speaking to different practitioners and clinicians to talk about breaking down well-being stigmas and really help you build your personalized toolbox. You know, the, the podcast was actually an InstaLive series that started at the beginning of lockdown where I just had this thought to myself, as artists, we deal with the fear of the unknown every single day, yet we have to walk alongside that anxiousness and still show up. So I was really curious to know what was in my friends' toolboxes, what personal achievements of self-grief they've gone through to be able to get to where they are, and to also showcase that you can struggle to get to your triumphs, that you can still have challenges along the way and be able to live a successful and beautiful life. So we've continued it now onto the podcast, having gorgeous, inspiring conversations with people about being able to showcase just that. You know, and a lot of people, too, think that when you grow up, you know, is in, in Hollywood, uh, that you have a charmed life and everything is, is there for you. But what, what was that like when people have those sort of uh, expectations about you and, um, and you're a person like anybody else? I think it's a perception, right? And I think that what people forget is take away the profession for a second and just put in humanity. What we've all experienced this past year, I think, is a sense of a collective anxiety and understanding of one another um, and that we all have challenges along the way and that it's okay to not be okay. It's just that professionally growing up in a specific uh, industry, we've also been taught from a very young age, or at least myself, that, you know, you don't talk about things like anxiety or depression or, um, you know, uh, having bipolar disorder or so forth as something that's a normal conversation. And that's where we want to be able to break the stigma for public figures, because I think the more that people can come out that are in the public eye about being able to struggle and know that they can still succeed, it allows for a more open conversation for anybody within their friends, their peers or their loved ones. But, you know, I think the perception sometimes it, it baffles me in some sense because I have been through it and I've gone through this step beyond belief and not only within body image, but also within my journey with anxiety and depression. It's only until this past year that I've publicly spoken about it, but I'm so happy that I have because it's, it's allowing for a safer space, not only for myself to feel welcomed and understood, but also for other people to come forth and to feel like it's okay to talk about, you know, having a challenging moment before it becomes a crisis. You know, I can think of very few places on earth where people are more cruel about body image than the, you know, Hollywood. And, you know, women are discarded if they gain a little weight or they get a little bit older. It's especially harder uh, for women. So uh, how did that work for you when it came to the, the depression and working through all of that? Well, I would say that, that, you know, when it came to body image, it was more of a blessing for me because I started out in the industry at a very young age. I became a curve model at 14 years old at an industry in which, you know, back then media wasn't talking about that beauty comes in all different shapes and sizes. And so when I got to go on set, I got to see these voluptuous, set-toned women that I looked up to. And I felt this duty at a very young age to become a body activist, to speak openly about 
that there are other women out there that identify with you, that look like you, that feel like you. When you start to feel represented or you start to feel like you can see yourself in somebody else's eyes, um, you start to feel a little bit more grounded and being able to validate yourself for you and not for anybody else. And so I had a really great uh I, I had a great experience of being in the industry at such a young age, and not everybody has that sense of experience. But, of course, around that, I had my own troubles with anxiety, and I wouldn't necessarily say that I'd look at my anxiety just as one thing. Sometimes I can't necessarily look back and know where the anxiety came from. It was just there, and it's always been there. So I've been having to find ways in which to walk alongside it and to be able to champion it, which is why... I talk so much about building a personalized toolbox and having things in your back pocket to be able to serve you in those moments of need if you are somebody that does struggle with anxiety, um, like myself, for many, many years. Last question for you. I know you got to run. What kind of feedback have you gotten from people and uh, the sort of therapeutic value, the way you're helping people? Yeah, the feedback that I, I, I get from a lot of people is just thank you and you know, thank you for showcasing that it's okay to not be okay and that it's okay to be able to talk about it. Um, I think a lot of the times we want to close off and have this ideal perfectionism, and that's not life. We're here to feel. We're here to explore. We're here to express. And through that's going to come challenges, and through that is going to come messy parts, and that's okay. That's a part of your journey, and you too will survive it, and you too will get through it. But if you have tools that can walk alongside you, it helps. And I've had the most beautiful reactions. And I think a lot of these reactions in which showcase, since I've even started as just a curve model, the reactions of just speaking up about, you know, being a curvier girl and how I just feel comfortable in saying that my body doesn't define me and that I define me, to have other women see that represented, I think it allows them to start to feel a little bit more at ease in their lives and want to figure out how to take ownership for who they are shamelessly. And that's what I can only hope, is to encourage other people to want to have that curiosity and love for who they are. And with that comes this understanding that you can love who you are, even on the challenging days as well. Great stuff from Haley Hasselhoff. Make sure to check out the podcast, Redefine You, a conversation for well-being and uh haley you're 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 doing the lord's work here congratulations and uh, let's catch up thank down the road you. yes definitely well thank you so much no doubt about it that's uh, haley hasselhoff everyone and that's the thing too when you grow up with a famous dad uh who's her dad uh david hasselhoff and then david hasselhoff over the years has become you know, a guy who has poked fun at himself at times and almost become like a caricature of himself um, because of, you know, the weird thing that, you know, he was a singer and for some reason um, the German people really embraced him. And <laughs> and so, you know, he'll do little bit parts poking fun at himself sometimes as well. So that's another thing you got to deal with that some people think, what's up with your dad? What's, what's he doing now? And it's like, yeah, I'd see my dad alone. That'd be good. Uh, 1-800-878-PLAY. <clears throat> the other thing, too, is I wonder, like, like when I was growing up, you could never talk about, you know, mental health. We, we didn't even consider it. You know, we, we didn't even know what it was. It was just you're having a bad day, rub some dirt in it. 
And I wonder if there are some like even older school people who are like, now everyone will just be like, oh, I need my mental health, mental break. But it, th- these are real things. And I think especially for Americans, too, because we just work ourselves to death. We see our coworkers more than our family, which makes no sense. And we think like of the Spaniards as being lazy because they do a siesta. They go home at 2 o'clock and maybe they'll go back to work. Maybe they won't. And they'll eat dinner at 10 o'clock at night. That actually sounds pretty good to me. I'd rather I'd rather sign up for that. So maybe there's too much of this depression and I need wellness. But you know what? More of that is better than what it used to be. I'll tell you that. It's 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 much better now. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help we offer a complete 100 percent unconditional client satisfaction guarantee make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all you have nothing to lose so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation 800-880-7167 800-880-7167 that's 800-880-7167 Paid for by Airtime Media. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. 
Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right. Thank you for that. And uh, coming up in the next segment, Adam Carolla scheduled to appear. He's at Raleigh Goodnights. He has one of the most popular podcasts on the face of the earth. In fact, he set the all-time record for downloads when he hit past 59 million. Went past Ricky Gervais. That was many years ago. Um... The book he wrote, I believe, came out in 2010. That's a, So he hasn't been on the show for 11 years. I will boycott Tittle for a decade. It's over. I'll come back now. Um, we're waiting on our guest, Joe Romero, for Shark Week. And if we find him in the slippery waters, we'll throw him on the air. Um, we'll get to the, uh, the All-Star game as well. We've got, in fact, next hour is free and clear the entire hour. But... Um, Oh, we do have Joe. Um, joining us now, once again, great to have him back, is the naturalist, shark expert, award-winning cinematographer, Joe Romero. He's all over Shark Week. Uh, Joe, you're you're hogging all the shows, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I can these days. We've got like over 30 hours of programming this year. I kid. Let's talk about the first one, Finn, which is streaming now as we speak on Discovery+. Plus, and... It has to do with, um, you know, a lot of scientists and researchers trying to unveil the truth behind the death of millions of sharks and showing that uh, the impact of near extinction uh, on some of these. What's going on with that, Joe? It's a film that honestly is like any other that we we've ever done for this sort of genre. And it's one of those things that's taken five years to really create. I mean, Eli Roth, who's that a uh, famed Hollywood director that we all know, um, you know, he filmed it over the five years and he said it was the scariest film he's ever directed. <laughs> and it's just a really honest look at how the state of sharks are throughout the whole world. And it looks just not only in overseas and kind of pointing fingers. There's no like villains in this. And it looks like it even looks at home and all the things that are going on here. And, you know, through that, we can better understand how we can all help. I know that you said in this film that you, I mean, you've taken people on thousands, literally of sharks, shark dives. You've never had one attack. Have you? No, sharks don't really have interest in stuff. We've had a lot of close calls. I've had, like, cameras that have gotten broken. I've had scratches on my lenses. You know, it, a lot of the stuff that we do because we're working really closely with the animals is that everything's usually our fault. 
any kind of accident that happens, any kind of close call that happens, it's usually like our fault. Any kind of like equipment, our really biggest priority is keeping the animals safe and the, you know the people around us safe, and that's usually what we're always watching. But um, I mean, you work with wild animals, things happen, but it, it, it's definitely one of those animals that is not focused at all. Like I would feel a lot more danger working with so many different types of animals than I would before sharks. I mean, even even cows and stuff are like more dangerous than sharks. <laughs> well, tell us before we move on to the other shows, tell us a little bit about this, uh, the uh, shark sanctuary act in the Bahamas. Uh, well, the Bahamas has been able to protect sharks and a long time ago they put like, well, I can't even say that long ago. They, they put protection laws that uh, protected all the sharks in the Bahamas and it allowed the Bahamas economy to thrive. Like, even now, a lot of the, the productions that go on, we, like, focus a lot in the Bahamas because there's always just a guarantee of knowing that we can get these certain, like, elusive species of sharks that in other areas are a lot more difficult. But, I mean, they're taking in, like, yeah, over $800 million a year in, in just, like, tourism dollars having to do with sharks. And it, it's, it's amazing how, many, how much money can be generated from living sharks versus just you know, emptying out the ocean. No doubt. We're speaking with Joe Romero for Shark Week on Discovery Channel, Discovery Plus, on Friday, July 16th, coming up at 8 o'clock Eastern and Pacific. You're going to be part of Ninja Sharks 2, Mutants Rising. I know Lauren is part of this as well, but uh, you discover some sharks that have uh, developed some uh, ninja-like skills. Well, I'd love to take credit as discovering the sharks but we we kind of like we highlight them they're honestly they're one of the coolest things ever is that there's over 500 species of sharks each one of these animals has developed their own special hunting skill and they're the best in that niche at doing it so we kind of like highlight a few of them that have the most unusual hunting skills one of them being the thresher it's like a shark that has, I mean, people that are familiar with the shark would know it like has a tail that's like double the body length of what it has. It's like as, as long as the body is, uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, as long as the body is, is as long as the tail is. And these animals have this huge whip-like tail, and they're able to like run into these shoals of fish and whip these, these fish into concussion. But when it happens, they're able to like cause like kind of like a little fusion reaction <laughs> They call it cavitation, and it's like the displacement. It's like degassing water to make like this little tiny explosion that knocks out the fish all around it. And it's like, how does the fish develop that kind of skill? You know, how does the shark develop that? And each one of them has a certain skill that's that unique. Yeah, I always wonder these things. Like, I remember the thresher, you'd see it go through a school of fish and just knock them all out and then eat them. But then I think, well, then there are fish that have developed light bulbs on their head. Who knows what's going on, Joe? Lanternfish, phosphorescence. It's amazing, like, what the ocean can produce. Every time you think, like, like you know, there's just nothing new that you haven't seen, the ocean just kind of, like, <laughs> brings forth some kind of, like, weird creature where you're like, yep, definitely never saw that before. I was thinking about that the other day, you know, especially, you know, being in California, and I can see the ocean anytime I want. And we always think about how beautiful it is. But then I think about the unmitigated uh, violence going on under those uh, waves. Yeah. It's always like that kind of like blanket and you just don't know what's like, what's underneath them. But I mean, that's the mystery of what's, you know, confounded us for decades. It's just, you know, 
us trying to figure out like what's going on underneath the waves, especially with these animals. I mean, Shark Week's been around for 33 years this year. Wow. And, uh, you know, the camera technology, everything has just advanced so much that even now it's like it's surprising that there's still as many mysteries as they are. We still haven't seen sharks mate. We still haven't seen like certain sharks like get together that we thought they would or migration patterns are just starting to be known. All this stuff is like you would think like now in the days of just action cameras and phones, we'd have like so many of these mysteries plotted out. We have a lot more shark footage, but, and it does reveal quite a bit, but it's, it, it, there, it's just amazing how much more stuff there is there. They still are mysterious. You know, <laughs> wait, are you saying you, we've never seen sharks mate ever. Well, we haven't seen great white sharks mate. We haven't seen like uh make a shark mate. We've seen like uh different species of sharks mate, like, uh, black tips, certain types of, like, requiem sharks. We've seen nurse sharks, may, uh, other kinds of other, like, ones that breed in aquariums. But I don't mean it as a whole, but I was just kind of, like, focusing more on, like, right. the great one. But, yeah, thanks for clarifying, because I, I, I should have said that. Well, but, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm a neophyte in this, so, yeah. Well, and I want to mention, too, well, before you go, you're in another show on Saturday streaming on Discovery+. Plus. It's going to be also on Discovery um, 8 o'clock, Return to shark vortex the icy waters in new england what's going on there joe uh well vortex is about a shark not a lot of people know about which is like the poor beagle shark it's a cold water relative of the great white shark and it's it actually visits the same area that the great white shark does um and we just look into this very little footage, believe it or not, of this animal. When we started looking into this, when when I first started filming sharks in the beginning, I always thought in my back of my mind that this animal was like almost near impossible to like get close to. And through the shows that we've done them and the projects we've done them, the research projects we've been involved with, uh, we've been able to just like get closer and closer and closer. And this year we actually were able to like get some really serious discoveries on these animals and reveal some really new, I don't want to like give anything away about the show, but I'm like super proud of how that one came out. It's a really cool looking shark. We call them the phantom, but they look like little mini great whites. We'll have to check that out. In a scope of like 10 feet long. I mean, they're, (laughs) they're bigger than us, you know, but but at the same time, they're not like right. They're, they're a smaller cousin of them. But right. It's, it's, it's really well, it's, amazing how close they look. Like a baby grand piano is still pretty big. Exactly. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> it's Joe Romero, naturalist, award-winning cinematographer, shark expert. Check him out in Shark Week. First of all, as I mentioned, Finn streaming now on Discovery Plus. That's the Eli Roth vehicle. Also, uh, Friday at eight o'clock, Ninja Sharks Two: Mutants Rising, and on Saturday. Returned to Shark Vortex, not Sharknado, Shark Vortex. That'll be 8 o'clock. Remember, streaming on Discovery Plus as well. Joe, great stuff, man, and uh, keep at it and keep entertaining us and educating us, and uh, we'll have you on again, buddy. Uh, thanks so much for having me. Happy Shark Week, man. All right. Uh, I like that. Happy Shark Week. I wonder if that could be like a... What if we all got the day, the week off for Shark Week? Damn it. I want that on the next ballot. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Adam Kroll on the other side.
oil change? The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are here to help. We'll make sure you have all the supplies you need to make the job quick and easy. Right now, get five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil for just $28.95. Plus, get a $10 gift card after mail-in rebate. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. Now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. Tittle always goes commando. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast, border to border, and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's 500 outlets, ships at sea, flight deck, hangar deck, all the good things that uh, go with that. You ever seen an Osprey, by the way? 
I was out at Catalina one time, and I saw one of those. is uh, very impressive. But uh, wherever you're listening around the world on American Forces Radio Network, it's great to have you with us. It's also great to welcome back to the show uh, comedian Adam Carolla. He is at Raleigh Goodnights there down to Baco Road, and uh, we'll be doing some shows there. Adam, welcome back to the show. It's been a while. You were on uh, Rick Tittle with you here in San Francisco. You were on when uh, you did uh, In 50 Years We'll All Be Chicks. What was that, like 10 years ago, right? Yeah, 10 years plus. I was surprised at how much that that book I completely agreed with you, and then I realized that we're the exact same age. We're both from California. We're old football players. But the thing that really stuck with me was, like, two of my favorite movies all time are Love and Death and Saving Private Ryan. And I remember you mentioned both of those there. We are simpatico. <laughs> <laughs> What is the, uh, so at Good Nights, are you going to be doing the podcast there as well, or just stand-up? The early show's going to be a live podcast, and the late show's going to be stand-up. What is the, um, the effect now that you've had in this podcast world? Because we've really seen it over the last year, especially in the pandemic, that now... You know, it used to be if you went on, you know, The Tonight Show or Letterman, that was it. But for a comedian, going on with you, going on with Rogan gets way more pub now. Yeah, you know, you know, it was funny. I was uh, sitting in a restaurant last night and had the All-Star Game on the TV, you know, no sound. But I was just kind of looking at it and they ran a commercial during the break. And the commercial was for some pharmaceutical company, like, you know, some drug or something for scoliosis or whatever it was. But, you know, they always do that sort of scenario in the commercial where the dad's cooking breakfast or they're out for a bike ride or something. In this little it was two young women, and they were doing a podcast out of their garage. And, of course, one of them had psoriasis or whatever it was. But I thought, oh, my God, we're at a point now where pharmaceutical companies on, you know, network TV are running commercials where people are doing their own podcast. And it's not about the podcast, but it, it, the, the, it has become so ubiquitous that – you know, no one raised their, you know, if you would have tried that crap a few years ago, someone would have raised their hand and went, what are these two broads doing in their garage? A radio show? Like, what, what, what is going on here? Uh, it was like, it's a podcast. It's, it's that saturated. Like, it is that part of the zeitgeist now. I noticed, too, during the All-Star Game, there was one commercial where the it was a family setting, and, and the couple was like two guys our age, one was kind of a heavy African-American guy, one was a heavy white guy. That was the married couple. And I was thinking, you know, over the last few years, like Madison Avenue has embraced, you know, same sex and, and different sex marriages. And, and the more tats and piercings you have, the better, like being, you know, straight and white is, is poison in, in advertising now. But it's interesting. You can always tell a lot, like you were just saying, just by watching what advertisers think is what's going to sell stuff. Yeah, I always tell people all the time, just watch the commercials. That's where we're at as a society, you know. Watch 50s, watch commercials from the 70s. See where we're at. I do this um, bit in my act where I talk about when I was a kid in the 70s, 
and I would stay home from daytime TV. And the daytime TV shows, all the commercials on those daytime TV shows were all commercials about learning to drive a truck, getting, you know, working in a doctor's world, learning to do, you know, small appliance repair. Every single commercial I saw in the 70s on daytime TV was about getting a job because if you were at home and it was a Tuesday and it was noon, then you needed a job. <laughs> and if you turn on the TV commercials today and you see the daytime TV spots, it's all lawyers representing class action <laughs> lawsuits. They want to know if you worked in the shipping industry. Do you, you have mesothelioma? Yeah. Do you, did your pubic mesh explode? Did you poison your <laughs> vagina with talcum powder? Were you diddled by your scout leader? Like, we'll get you paid. And I thought, yeah, that's a big difference in terms of our society. You know, getting a job versus sitting at home and suing somebody. <laughs> a couple more questions for Adam Carolla. He's at Raleigh. Good nights. Um, I was watching your the video of um, that Mark Norman did when he came on your podcast a couple weeks ago, and he asked you, he's like, is it too much trouble if I you know, check out the cars? And you're like, yeah, real quick, and you walk down the street a little bit to, to where you had the cars. So is that... That place isn't open to the public, is it? I know you can lend stuff out to the Peterson Museum, but uh, what, what's going on with your quote-unquote museum, Adam? Um, it's just a, a big documentaries, and in the back we work on the cars, uh, the race cars, restore the race cars and prep them for races, and in the middle is just basically a museum. I mean, it's not really a museum, it's just a place where the cars are parked. Mm -hmm. And we try to figure out which ones uh, we're going to race next. How much do you still race? Because I know you were doing those. Um, I get out two or three times a year. I mean, you know, sort of the pandemic thing screwed up a lot of racing schedule. But um, uh, I'm getting ready. I'm prepping a car to take to Laguna Seca. Mm -hmm now for the Rolex uh, Historics for the Monterey Car Week, and that's the big race on the calendar every year. You know, the other day I was looking at Comedy Central reruns, and I love Jeff Ross and The Burn, and uh, saw you on there, and I was just thinking, how many times have you just been wandering around the dial, and you're like, oh, there's me? <laughs> uh, you know, a TV I've done, it's very rare that I run into myself uh, uh, on the dial uh, wandering around, but it, it does happen. It does, it does happen on a, it is kind of dark or sort of surreal, I guess. It's almost like I wasn't even there. <laughs> All right. Well, we've got kind of a bad connection. We'll let you go. Adam, uh, make sure to check him out at uh, Raleigh Goodnights this weekend there. And um, uh, he'll be doing the podcast there on the uh, early show. Adam, thanks for stopping by, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, Rick. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, good stuff. Uh, Adam Carolla. Yeah, if you, uh, Mark Norman, who's one of my favorite comedians, he has a guy sometimes follow him around. And um, about, uh, I don't know, about five, six weeks ago, he was in L.A., 
And the thing about Mark is he never says no to any podcast. So he did Adams and he did Bobby Lee's and he did Andrew Santino's and he did Mark Marin's and just uh, uh, about five or six others. And he went to Adams and uh, he's like, can I real quick? I mean, Adams got a whole set up there. I mean, Adams a millionaire. And so he's got the whole set up there and then they literally walk down the street and he's got this kind of like warehouse with all these, <laughs> a couple of those cars. I don't know anything about cars. I'm just not a car guy at all. I just want something that's reliable. But uh, he's got some of those cars in there that are actually, they've only made like, you know, a couple hundred of them and that's why they're worth so much cash. I think that's fun to have disposable income like that. Why wouldn't that be fun? All right, 1-800-878-PLAY. From the uh, the files of uh, jurisprudence, I thought I would just throw this in because um, it's from a source that I found a little bit surprising, and that is that Richard Sherman, the defensive back, has been arrested on a charge of burglary domestic violence in Seattle. He has been denied bail. And you can't say he's a Niner because his contract expired. He's actually a free agent right now. But, of course, the last time we saw him, he was wearing number 25 on the red and gold. But uh, burglary defensive violence, he got charged with that this morning in King County. And uh, he was booked at the Seattle Correctional Facility and, as I mentioned, denied bail. And the notice was stated as an investigation of a felony. So details of the incident were not released. The NFL Players Association uh, made a statement. We were made aware of an arrest last night of one of our player leaders for an alleged domestic violence incident and have activated our domestic violence crisis protocol for the protection and support of everyone involved. We will continue to monitor events closely as more facts are made available to us. Uh, player leader, he's the vice president of the executive committee of the Players Association. Now, as he said, of everyone involved, and I know a lot of people automatically say, oh, what a wife beater, and some people will jump to conclusions, oh, these millionaires, whatever. Um, I know a case of uh, someone I know, his girlfriend got mad at him, and uh, she kept stealing money out of his wallet. And then when, when he, she grabbed his wallet to take more money, he grabbed the wallet back. And then she bit into his thumb. And she bit into his thumb so hard that he thought that she was going to bite his thumb off. And so he pushed her against the wall. She called the police. And he got booked for domestic violence. So as I said, I'm not going to go ahead and say Richard Sherman is a girlfriend or a wife beater. You have to... You have to hear what the story is first. But these headlines don't help. And the vast majority of people are going to jump to the conclusion that Richard Sherman is now a bad guy. Remember, uh, just two years ago, before the pandemic, he went to the Pro Bowl again. And, of course, the Niners made it all the way to Super Bowl 54. Um, We most remember him from his Legion of Boom times, obviously, up there in Seattle. Um, you know, and he got a ring up there as well and then lost to the Patriots. Um, but uh, I, we remember him in the Bay Area very well as being a standout player, a wide receiver originally at Stanford. But apparently, uh, 33 years old, he was going to get signed. And apparently, um, uh, the New Orleans Saints were the ones that he was leaning towards. He had multiple offers, according to ESPN. 
um, and had even discussed a return uh, to Seattle. But, of course, this is going to put everything on hold. So these are just early days in this report. Usually there is fire where you see smoke, but we want to make sure we, we get all the facts first. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back. you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Hey, for 25 years, people have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Matthew. Oh, oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Tatel is going to go to the air. He's back to pass. He throws deep to the end zone. Batted up in the air. Intercepted by Dan Connors. It was a deflection hit into the air by Willie Brown. 
and Connors came down with a pass, and the Raiders stopped the Chargers without six, without even three on that drive. about anything else when you've got Rick Tittle on the radio. Ah, oh, bless your heart. By the way, I was just told that uh, the Richard Sherman case, the no bail thing, that automatically comes with the charge. So we'll see what happens there. Vince, I've got a minute and a half. What's up, my man? Yeah, the only thing I'll say quick about Rick Sherman is that um, it doesn't make sense. Why would he do something like that? And when he had all the money, he could, there's nothing he needs to steal. So... Either he was high on um, um, PCP or some crazy drug like that, or um, it's, it's some kind of a, a argument that... Yeah, that I, I don't think he's high. You know what I think it is? He's probably, there's maybe a kid inside, and, and someone's, and the girl's like, I'm not letting you in, and he's like, let me in, and he's beating on the door, and then they call the cops, and the cops tackle him. I don't think there's any PCP involved, but we'll see. Yeah, but then, then I think she should be charged. I really do. <laughs> because it's really unfair that all – I mean, I've watched cops before a long time ago, and they'd always have, like – they always leave a girl no matter what happens. Right, but, I mean, <laughs> like, if, if there's a crazy guy beating on the door, I mean, the girl has to call the cops because she can't defend herself. So, I mean, it, we have to get all the facts. I know, but I, 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 I – don't think I mean he seemed like a pretty normal guy, so I I don't that's why I said well so did Jeffrey sound. Dahmer I mean you, <laughs> you yeah don't well, know. he's a pretty nice guy. I, I mean I I'd bite him over for dinner. I don't know he's <laughs> got he's got bigger muscles than most people he could beat us up so I mean you got <laughs> that was you know the the most crazy one you talking about serial killers that guy that, that would go around um the guy who did went up died in Florida that guy that was like uh that drove the Volkswagen everywhere uh what was his name. That guy was like a good-looking guy. You oh, Ted Bundy. Like, yeah, Ted Bundy. You never think he'd be a serial killer. I mean, that was like that would fool me. I mean, you, you look at him; he looked pretty normal. But then he went, he's just like a total. Nut. Well, we'll get into all this at another time, Vince. But I got to go to the news. Thanks for the call, buddy. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Radio News with Lance Pride. As immigrants from Central and South America can now simply walk across the U.S.-Mexico border, on Tuesday, Homeland Security Chief Alejandro Mayorkas is telling Cubans and Haitians, you are not welcome here. Allow me to be clear. If you take to the sea, you will not come to the United States. To those who risk their lives doing so, this risk is not worth taking. Do not risk your life attempting to enter the United States illegally. 
you will not come to the United States. For the first time in Senate history, Senators Wednesday will move toward ending the federal prohibition on marijuana, removing it from the federal list of controlled substances. 18 states have legalized the recreational use of marijuana, and 37 states now allow the medical use of cannabis. USA Radio News. Ashley Katana is the public policy manager at Facebook, and she is here with us to share some information on the COVID-19 vaccine. Ashley, can you share with us this unique program that started in California? In April, we launched a program to support pop-up vaccine clinics in low-income and underserved communities around California. Today, we're sharing that we've expanded that program to Austin, Boston, Chicago, New York, Seattle, and Washington, D.C. It's really important for us to support the communities near our offices, and this is one way we can do that. As of right now, where does this endeavor originate from? Near our headquarters in Menlo Park, we're also teaming with local nonprofits to operate a mobile vaccination truck. Each Friday and Sunday, the truck will park at nearby schools and community spaces. Ashley, thank you so much for all this great information and this great service you're providing. Could you please tell us where we can go for more information? Check out www.about.sc.com slash news for all the details. Pope Francis was discharged from a Rome hospital and returned home to the Vatican on Wednesday, 10 days after undergoing surgery on his colon. The Pope appeared for the first time in public since the surgery on Sunday, looking in good form as he delivered his weekly prayer from the 10th floor hospital balcony. A federal law in place for decades was found to be unconstitutional. Dan Naraki from the Ohio USA Radio News Bureau explains. A federal appeals court has ruled that a federal regulation setting a minimum age for purchasing a handgun is a violation of the Second Amendment. In a divided ruling from a three-judge panel in the Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals, Judge Julius Richardson wrote that the 1968 law was unconstitutional, with virtually every other constitutional right applying whatever the age. The law had banned dealers from selling handguns to those under 21 years old. The Department of Justice is expected to appeal the decision to the entire Fourth Circuit. The 2021 Perseids meteor shower, the best meteor shower in my opinion, will light up the skies on Wednesday night. USA Radio News. Look, bud, I said your money or your life. I'm thinking it over. The Great Gildersleeve. <laughs> yeah. The new Edgar Bergenauer with Charlie McCarthy. Now, if you help me, I'll mow you down. Three hours a day, seven days a week of the greatest radio shows of all time. Classic radio theater, available on many of these radio stations or available on demand anytime at any podcast app by searching USA Classic Radio Theater. USA Classic Radio Theater. The man running against AOC's New York congressional seat in 2022, Cuban-American Desi Cuellar on Fox News, explains why Democrat socialists are not condemning Cuba's communist regime for its crackdown on freedom-calling Cubans. If you look at what happened just a few weeks ago, on uh, the 3rd of July, actually, they had uh, gone to Venezuela and they met with Maduro. And when you look at the track record of, of that kind of meeting, they're meeting with Maduro. Maduro's mentor was Hugo Chavez, and Hugo Chavez was extremely close with, with Fidel Castro. So it's not... It, 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 it's like they're hiding in plain sight, essentially. It's, there's nothing good that can come from that organization or anyone that would want to meet diplomatically with somebody like that. The Democrat Socialists of America tweeted that they stand by the Cuban people and they want the U.S. blockade to end. Mr. Cuellar disputes the blockade theory. The blockade, what it does, the, the economic embargo, it does not impede the ability for that country to get medical supplies or food. So for them to be saying that it's because of the embargo is completely ridiculous and it's 
It's misinformation at its, at its best. Anti-government activists in Cuba say more than 100 people have been arrested or are missing on the island following widespread protests Sunday. The Cuban government has not said how many people were arrested or injured in the disturbances. The 2021 Perseids Media Shower, which is considered to be the best meteor shower of the year, will light up the skies on Wednesday night. That's according to NASA. I'm Lance Pry. This is USA Radio News. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Hey, thank you for that. Welcome back to the program. Get with the program, man. Rick Tittle with you. You know, it was interesting when Vladimir Guerrero Jr. hit that home run in the All-Star game. They go, the youngest person ever to hit a home run, which was wrong. They later corrected it and said it was actually Johnny Bench (laughs) who did it at 21 years of age. Um... But there were some other guys that have done it at 22. It's just that they were a little bit older at 22. And um, that would be Hank Blaylock, Ken Griffey Jr., Joe Medwick, Alex Rodriguez, and Ted Williams. So there's those guys there as well. And um, you think about some of those names. Like, what does uh, what does a name that uh, Hank Blaylock when you think of that name what sugar plump fairies go through your head uh, well Hank Blaylock is like 40 years old <laughs> spent most of his career with the uh, the Rangers you know it's like he's not that old and you go oh yeah and then uh, you know Joe Medwick Joe Medwick is a Hall of Famer and uh, he was with the Gas House Gang. That was the uh, back in the day. Um, the thing about uh, Joe Medwick was that uh, he uh, his nickname was Ducky, which I love as well. <clears throat> the Gas House Gang being the uh, St. Louis Cards, but uh, also played for the uh, the Dodgers and the Giants. Of course, both of those were in New York, and the Braves, and that was in 
1947. But the thing, the, the reason you still hear Ducky Medwick's name is that he's the Nash la, na, last National Leaguer to win the Triple Crown. 1937. No one in the National League has won a Triple Crown since 1937. That's a pretty good one there. And that's that's out there. That's doable. It ain't easy. But that one is actually doable. All right, let's talk some sports. 1-800-878-PLAY. We got author Larry Olmsted on the other side. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. 
Rick Tittle is a key so handsome. He's a genius. Thank you for that. And uh, Rick Tittle back with you. 1-800-878-PLAY. Coast to coast, around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's great to welcome back to the show author Larry Olmsted. His book is called Fans, How Watching Sports Makes Us Happier, Healthier, and More Understanding. It is available uh, paperback through the Algonquin Books of Chapel Hill. First of all, uh, Larry, uh, I I like the size of this thing. It's about the size of your hand. It's very easy to handle. Yeah, it's uh, it's portable, easy reading while you travel. But I should point out, um, they may have sent you a paperback um, press copy, but it is actually out in hardcover only right now. All right, so fans will have to wait for the cooler paperback. Now, um, <laughs> <laughs> tell us why you why you tackled this. Uh, what, what was it about it? Was it the kind of thing where there's been a million books about teams, but no one has turned the mirror on ourselves? Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's literally thousands of books in in the world been written about sports, and almost every one of them about players, teams, uh, coaches, even business management books on what we can learn from sports, but almost nothing on fans. And fans, uh, you know, constitute like 99.9% of the participants in the spectator sports equations. I mean, I make a, I, I say that there's something like 800 players uh, on major league rosters and yet you know tens of millions of people go to major league games so the the number of actual professional athletes is is kind of insignificant yet all the attention is on them and the one thing i noticed missing from the subtitle is the word pain (laughs) so where does that fit in well, it's interesting because that's, that's like the big question, especially if you're like a Jets fan or a Cubs fan, you know, a kind of long-suffering fan. You're like, oh, how can I be happier? Mm-hmm. But yet, you know, they remain fans. I remember when the, the Saints fans used to wear paper bags over their heads to go to the game. The yet, yet they went. Um, you know, the, the thing is uh, that, you know, with uh, winning and losing is not as big a part of the equation as you might think. And the psychologist that I spoke to, we have a lot of these kind of circuit breakers built into our heads so that when you have a big win, um, especially a championship, you know, like the Cubs, you know, they finally win the World Series. Cubs fan, they never win it again. They're going to remember that for the rest of their life. And it equalizes a lot of years of losing. Losing tends to be something that uh, heals over time. And also we have a, a capacity for like unlimited high when we win, but can only get so down when we lose. So even if your team is 50-50 over your lifetime, you benefit more happiness-wise from the half the game that you won, then you get hurt by the half you games you lost. One thing that uh, always bugged me is when fans judge each other. Like they'll say, you know, I buy more gear, I go to more games, I paint my face, you don't go, I'm a better fan than you. And the way I've always looked at it is if you care about the team, if you have a good day or a bad day, depending on the, how the team does that, that really is the fandom, not how much gear you wear or how much you tweet about it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one of the points you know that I make is is 
the reason, you know, the, the big secret of fandom, why it makes us so happy is that, you know, humans are tribal animals. We want to belong to groups and communities. And the community of fans is really easy to get into. You don't have to buy anything or take a test or get references or uh, you just have to say, hey, I'm a fan of this team. Where I think what you're talking about tends to happen, again, is where you maybe have a team that didn't do well historically and suddenly enjoys success. And then you do get a lot of new fans coming, and the long-suffering fans feel bitter. I know it kind of happened with the Red Sox in Boston when suddenly, you know, they didn't win for a long time. Suddenly they became good and started selling all these pink baseball hats, and people were looking around being like, hey, who are these, you know, Johnny-come-lately fans? Same with the Cubs. But, you know, most I think most fans are pretty very warmly accepting of other fans. Yeah, the way I look at it is that Fairweather fans, they're always going to be there. You're going to have new Cubs fans. We had it out here with the Warriors when they didn't do anything for 40 years. The way I look at it is that if you're a front runner, you're always happy because your team always wins a championship. But if you really suffered with that team and then you finally get to the mountaintop, the, the, the sort of satisfaction and joy that you feel, the felicitous state that you're in, surpasses anything the front runner can feel. Yeah, and, and I mean, I, I'm a Bills fan, NFL football, and I have been for a long time. But do I watch more games and have more interest now since they got Josh Allen and actually are contending? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. A couple more questions here for Larry Olmstead, the new book, Fans. Uh, Tokyo, no fans. Uh, and I've talked to several Olympians about that, and, of course, it's just they'll learn to adapt to it. But uh and I think probably there's an odd athlete here or there that likes the fact there'll be no fans. But what, what does that mean, do you think, for the rest of us? Yeah, I actually think it has less impact at the Olympics than it does in other sports for a variety of reasons. You know, one being that, you know, the athlete, a lot of the events, you know, if you run the hurdles or the 100-meter dash, it's not like, you know, you're checking in with the audience while you do it to see if they're cheering you on or not. These are, you know, short, super highly focused events. Um, I think obviously if you win and you go up in the podium and there's no one there to clap for you and they put the gold medal on, that's a little disappointing. But unlike, you know, the team sports we watch, these are people, you know, who have worked their whole lives and this might be their only, you know, big moment to compete. It all comes down to here. And I think they're more focused on the competition than the fans. And also, like when when regular participant sports, I mean, uh, spectator sports came back, during the pandemic, you know, we had nothing. And then it came back and all the stadiums were empty. Well, yeah, it wasn't as good to watch baseball or football or basketball in the empty stadium as it was with fans, but it was way better than the nothing before. And that's sort of how the Olympics are. It's the first time for, for this kind of a venue. It's not like they've been, they've been running in an empty stadium, you know, for months. Uh, and, and the reality is, you know, while the Olympics are a huge event worldwide, the 99 plus percent of the people who watch it watch it on TV anyway. So, yeah, it impacts the fans a little bit, but it won't impact the overall global experience of the Olympics. So, the, as you mentioned, uh, makes us happier, healthier, and more understanding. I can understand the understanding part as you learn to judge people and you know without their orientation, their, their heritage, and things like that. But what about the the therapeutic value just as, as we are as pack animals and, and having a, a belonging and feeling like you're a part of something. Yeah, I mean, that's the big one with the happiness. The uh, psychologists who, who study sports fans have identified about two dozen different mental health attributes, and these are things like higher rates of self-esteem, 
lower rates of depression, uh, more satisfaction with your social life, that sports fans enjoy all of these at higher levels than non-sports fans. And again, almost while you know they have a lot of different fancy names for them, they basically all come from the same root, which is this this sense of belonging to a community. You know, something that it's in our DNA since cavemen times. You know, to huddle around the fire with other people and form groups and you know, sports is a really easy way to do that, and it also, you know, extends into our everyday lives. So when you walk down, you know, the the uh, row or the aisle at your local supermarket, and you know, you're wearing a whatever Mets hat, and you see somebody in a Mets shirt, you guys, you know, make eye contact. They in in the sports industry, they call this the head nod. It's this little recognition that, like, hey, yeah, we're both fans. We don't know each other, but we have a connection. And we not only don't we know each other, but it transcends race, age, gender, income, education. We're connected just by virtue of that logo. So you see that off off the field and even bumper stickers. You know, I never see anybody driving a car with a Harry Potter bumper sticker, but I've seen thousands of sports team bumper stickers. It's something kind of unique to sports fans, and it, it constantly reinforces this idea that, yeah, you are part of, you know, XYZ Nation, even if you're not watching a game. Yeah, the House of Slytherin really needs to bump up the uh, bumper sticker game, there's no doubt. Uh, last question for you, and that is, the contrast to that is, you know, I remember in college I went to golf. I had a Raider hat on, and there was a old guy who had a Charger hat, and he's like, I'm not going to golf with some stinking Raider fan. I mean, that kind of <laughs> – it can also turn people against each other, and then we have to kind of, like, learn understanding, like, it's okay to root for different teams. Yeah, and I think, you know – most of my my experiences with that has been sort of you know a friendly rivalry. I, I talk about you know traveling and going to airport bars and sitting down during games. And lots of times, you know, I've sat down and there's a football game on. Where are you from? Oh, New York. You know, oh the you know the Jets suck. Whatever it is, but it's not like a fist fight. It's more like mm. you know uh, the regular rivalry banter. Good stuff from Larry Olmsted. Make sure to pick up the book, Fans, How Watching Sports Makes Us Happier, Healthier, and More Understanding from Algonquin Books of Chapel Hill. Larry, congratulations on the book. Thanks for coming by. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back. Open lines the rest of the way. has passed away due to COVID-19. Pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. 
That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious. Rick Tittle is a majestic stallion. As I noted, the rest of the show is wide open. Give them wide open spaces. Is that a song? It sounds like a song. Let's get into them wide open spaces where you can take them cattle and take them sheep. And I don't know. All right. Um, emails. Rick at sportsbyline.com. Andrew emails and says, Rick, who do the, you want the Sharks to take at number seven? And that's an interesting prospect, speaking of prospects. And uh, so I had to take a look. The And by the way, the top ten in this NHL draft coming up is going to be at least four Michigan players. No other NCAA team has had two players in the first round ever. And they're going to have four or five in the top ten. How about them Wolverines? Did you win the national championship? Top prospect, I'll get to your Sharks question here, or answer a second, Andrew, but the top prospect is Owen Power. It's a great name if you think about 
one of my favorite sharks ever is Owen Nolan and then Power. Six foot six, two fifteen, blue liner, eighteen years old. He'll go right back to Ann Arbor. The second best prospect, this is from NHL.com, is Simone Edvinson, a six foot four, two hundred pound defenseman from Sveria, or as we would say, Sweden. He's 17 years old. Then uh, from the uh, OHL, Brant Clark, 6'1", 180, also a defenseman, 17 years old. And uh, he is on loan from the Slovak Extra Liga. How good is your Liga? It's extra good. Extra Liga. Extra Liga is Slovakia's top professional league. He led all of the Ontario Hockey League with uh, defenseman points, 38. Then there's uh, Matthew Bernier. He is the Michigan center, 18 years old. There's Luke Hughes, which was the same name as an Australian third baseman who came to the A's one game, balling through his legs, and they cut him. Luke Hughes um, is a, uh, a high schooler. He's uh, 17 years old. And by the way, he's committed to play at Michigan. How about that? And oh, by the way, the younger brother of Quinn Hughes of Vancouver and Jack Hughes of New Jersey. You have three brothers at the same time. Next is Kent Johnson. Kent Johnson is a center with Michigan. (laughs) He leads Michigan with points. He's 18 Next is uh, Dylan Gunther. Dylan Gunther is uh, from uh, Edmonton in the Western Hockey League. This is a wing. This is your first winger here at seven, an elite goal scorer, 17 years old. And um, this is where the Sharks would be picking at seven. That's not who I want. I'll get to that in a second. Uh, Just rounding out the top prospects, another Swede at eight, William Eklund from Jurgarden in uh, Sweden. And um, he played in the same team with Alexander Holtz, who was number seven overall from New Jersey two years ago. So that could be there. Carson Lambos, uh, Western Hockey League, two-way defenseman. And um, he's on loan in Finland's junior leagues right now. Speaking of Finland, that's the 10th prospect, Atu Rati. It's a great name. Aturati? No, I'm doing fine. He's a center with great speed, 18 years old. Cole Sillinger from Medicine Hat. You got to love that. Uh, Sillinger is another center, great offensive player, 17 years old. He's playing for Sioux Falls right now in the USHL. He's the son of Mike Sillinger, the former NHL forward, too. Fabian Liesel, he's from Sweden. Getting a lot of Swedes here. Not great size at 5'10", but then again, look at Brad Marchand and others. Theo Fleury. Uh, Daniel Shaka is from Guelph, uh, and he's on loan with Ska Moscow right now in the KHL. He's playing in Russia. Uh, Sastya, these are names you got to know. Why? It'll take years. Sasha Postuvov. He is with the United States under-18 national development team. And with a name like Sasha Postuvov, you wouldn't think he's American, but he is. And he's committed to Notre Dame. 
Now, this is a Russian name. He better be Russian. Nikita Chiprikov. Yes, he's from St. Petersburg. 5'10", 160, a little undersized. He is a right winger in the Russian Junior League. Zachary Boldich. He is um, uh, a Canadian center. Uh, Mason McTavish. That's about as Canadian name as I ever heard. He's in Peterborough. 17 years old and Canadian. Corson Suleiman. Corson Suleiman has the potential to be a great defenseman. They say he is 17 years old from Canada. He's committed to play for the Badgers of Madison, Wisconsin, same place where Joe Pavelski plied his trade and they won the national championship when he was there. Chaz Lucius, another USA under 18, has the hardest shot in the draft, but he has a lower body injury, which has scared off some scouts. He's committed to play for the Golden Gophers of Minnesota. But the guy I want, who's ranked 20th, he's the top goalie in the whole draft. His name is Jesper Wallstedt, or just Wall. How about that? Comuris there, uh, Nabby. Jesper Wallstedt is a Swedish goalie who's 6'3", 200. They say he's extremely athletic. Look, the Sharks need goalies. They need goalies. And even though he's ranked the 20th prospect, he is the top goalie in the entire draft. Would it be a reach from 20 to 7? I guess on paper. But if you get the best goalie in the whole draft, how is that ever a reach? Unless you pass up, you know, a Connor McDavid type of guy. So to answer your question, I want Jesper Wallstedt, or as you would say, Jesper Wallstedt. A couple others here rounding out the top prospects. Stanislav Slovzil from the Czech Republic, a left-handed defenseman who was Rookie of the Year in the Czech League, uh, which is also the Czech Extra Liga. Xavier Bulgart, or Xavier Bugol, from uh, French Canada, playing in uh, Quebec, 18-year-old center. Oscar Olesen, another Swedish junior, 18 years old. Samu Tuamala, I don't even need to look. That guy's Finnish. I looked. He is. He's a 5'10 right winger. Francesco Pinelli is a uh, Canadian center. Uh Simone Robertson from Sweden. It's crazy. These filthy Swedes are taking over the world. A two-way forward, six feet, 190. Alexander Kisakov, a Dynamo junior player, 5'9", 190, but he leads the Russian juniors in points. He's got 28 goals and 27 assists. Matthew Coronato from Chicago, he leads the United States Hockey League with 40 points. Very dangerous kid, 18 years old, committed to play at Harvard. You parked a car in Harvard Yard. Ryder Korachok. Uh, this is a kid in Moose Jaw. And um, his brother plays for the Knights. Uh, that would be uh, Caden. Zachary Leu. I love that. L apostrophe H E U R E U X. Of course, he's from Quebec. And um, they say he's the next Max Domi, if you know the uh, jackets. And then the last two prospects, Connor Roulette. How great is that name? Are you going to play Roulette with this kid? Well-conditioned playmaker in the WHL. A kid out of Seattle. And then uh, Dan Neil Sobolev. 
He is a kid who uh, played with uh, Spartak. Spartak is a uh, Moscow league in the Moscow Hockey League, which is a junior league. So these are all guys that I have not studied and I don't know. But uh, just my thirst for a goalie, Andrew, thanks for the letter, email, rick at sportsbyline.com. Uh, and by the way, Jesper Wallstedt is the only goalie that has been mocked to go in the first round. So that would be my guy. I'm not director of scouting for a good reason. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Pilot. Who's watching? Tell me who's watching. Who's watching me? If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. Hi, this is Ron Barr, and I've got great news for anyone suffering from ongoing pain due to aging, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living. Relief Factor is a 100% research-based formula that was created to combat the root causes of inflammation. Relief Factor is designed to address sore muscles, stiff joints, aches, and the general discomfort you may feel. There are four key ingredients, and each approaches the body's natural inflammatory response function from a different metabolic pathway. And they've got something special for Sports Byline Network listeners. You can get their three-week quick start program for just $19.95. That's only 95 cents a day. Head to relieffactor.com or call 1-800-500-8384. Relief Factor helps to support a healthy response to inflammation and decreases discomfort from the effects of daily living. And you can get yours at relieffactor.com or by calling 1-800-500-8384. Your life, your freedom. Get back to living at relieffactor.com. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. 
So a friend told me about Mr. Clean Magic Eraser and his exact words were, it changed my life. I used to spend a ridiculous amount of time trying to remove tomato sauce from inside our microwave and soap scum off the bathtub. It's like seriously magic and my secret weapon for cleaning the kitchen, bathroom, doors and walls and even keeping my sneakers clean. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser. Greatest invention ever. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser, the unicorn of cleaning. I'm just a caveman. Your world frightens and confuses me. Rick Tittle wants to hear from you. The phone call is free, y'all. Just dial 1-800-878-PLAY to get yourself on the air right now. Call him up now, lazy ass. 1-800-878-PLAY. I don't think you should be butting in when I'm talking to my team. You're my assistant, okay? You're supposed to back me up and go get me juice boxes when I tell you. Now go get me a juice box. You know who you're talking to. I'm talking to the juice box guy. You're crazy. I'm not crazy. I'm just thirsty. Why don't you go to hell? No, you go to hell. While you're there, why don't you grab me a juice box? I'm no juice box boy, I'll tell you that. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Hello, hello, there I am. Come on back now. Breaker, breaker, one, nine... Rick Tittle with you. We got an open segment, 1-800-878-PLAY. You know, during that commercial break, I checked my email. And once again, a lot of spizam. And as I'm clicking unsubscribe, which I think makes you subscribe even more because it's like, we got a hot one. I think if you ignore it, they're like, I guess no one's there. But if you say unsubscribe, they're like, ah, let's sell his name to 20 other people. 20, 2,000, 2 million. Um... But I had to, it's always funny too when you get some ridiculous email and you unsubscribe and it's like, we're sorry to see you go. It's like, no, I was never there. I was never with you. I can't leave if I wasn't there. That's like me saying, I'm going to leave the Eiffel Tower after the show. But Rick, you're not on it. But I had to laugh. There was an email from, I hate to give them publicity, but it just, I had to laugh. It said, Elite Singles. I think it's probably the antith. It's like when a strip club is called a gentleman's club. How many gentlemen? <laughs> How many distinguished Winston Churchill, David Niven, uh, you know, type of people are uh, are in the you know the gentleman's club? But uh, so I just looked about what what made elite singles so elite, and it said. Literally, it said 85% of our members have graduated college. (laughs) So first of all, 15% are dirty high school dropouts. That's not what they said. But just the assumption that if you graduated college that you're somehow elite. The biggest scumbags I've ever known are college graduates. It's just, ah, man, whatever. Best of luck to them. Uh, back to the All-Star game. And the Red Sox had five players go to the game, and some people thought that might have been too much. But they did well. Xander Bogarts, Rafael Devers, and J.D. Martinez went three for seven with a double and an RBI. Nate Valdi threw a scoreless fourth. And then you thought, oh, Matt Barnes is going to blow it. Matt Barnes was Liam Hendricks' American style. He pitched himself into a horrific jam, loading the bases, 
And then Chris Bryant hit a screamer to left, and the guy Walsh, who's not even an outfielder, slid in and threw an arm out. And I'm like, that guy was about to be the absolute goat. Well, the goat of my generation, the lame guy, not the greatest of all time. For the first time in about 25 years, we had two catchers hit home runs, Real Muto and Mike Zanino. And I remember John Baker telling me Mike Zanino got rushed by the Mariners. Now he's with the Rays, but he got rushed because of his great bat, dropped on a Mariner high, and then, of course, he had a pitch go right off his glove. But... Uh, both Zanino and Real Muto went oppo. The last time two um, catchers hit a home run in the same All-Star game were Sandy Alomar and Javi Lopez. That Sandy Alomar one was off of Sean Estes. I remember that. That was in uh, Cleveland, I think, at the Jake. But uh, Real Muto was the first Phillies All-Star home run since 1981 you got to go back to Michael Jack Schmidt, and I don't know why we always say the middle name. But uh, when I had Mike Schmidt on the show, remember I said S-H-I-T? Yeah, that was embarrassing. Uh, There's no doubt. Good thing I brought it up again. But the AL has continued their all-star dominance. Eight straight all-star games. And you go, it's because they have the D-H. The last time the National League won the All-Star Game was in 2012 when, uh, wasn't Melky Cabrera the MVP? (laughs) He didn't give back that award, did he? The AL has won 19 of the last 23, but all-time, they're just three over, 46, 43, and two. Now, I remember the tie in 2002. When was the other tie? That's a good question. Do you know, Dominic? When was the other tie? It must have been like a... Because this game only started in the uh, the 30s, right? I like the runs scored. Like, whoever looked this up, someone did. And now I'm going to say it, too. American League, 378 to 372. But, speaking of losing streaks, Dave Roberts has now lost three straight All-Star games. And had there been a 2020 All-Star game, Dave Martinez would have been manager, and that would have ended his streak one way or another. But he wasn't, and there wasn't. So three games in a row. That is the second longest All-Star game losing streak in history. The record is Casey Stengel, who lost four in a row. 50-51, 52-53, and he has lost six altogether. How about that? But for me, when I think about the guys who really impressed, that Freddie Peralta came in and struck out the side, but they almost never mentioned him because they were too busy talking to a guy on the field. That's the only thing that takes away with it. You know, like somebody will come up, take an at-bat, strike out, and then leave. And then they're like, uh, hey, how about this? How about that? Um, if you're American, are you outraged that a Japanese pitcher got the start and that an Australian pitcher got the save? If you are, you're xenophobic, right? Are you mad that, uh, the MVP was Dominican? (laughs) This is an American game, man. Come on, man. Are you mad that the, uh, 
The home run derby was won by, oh, that wasn't American. Oh, phew, Pete Alonzo's American. Thank goodness. Oh, my gosh. That would have really made me mad now, wouldn't it? I will say, though, that the best trophy in sports is the, the Heisman. That's my favorite. But second is the gold glove. I love the gold glove. And then third is the uh, All-Star Game MVP, which is the crystal bat. The crystal bat is being filled. A thousand girls, a thousand thrills. Any Doors fans out there? Can you imagine, like, breaking into Vlad Guerrero Jr.'s house and he smashes the crystal bat over your head? <laughs> Turned out it helped. I'm going to throw this question at you, Dominic. The MVP either gets a big-ass souped-up truck or gets a really cool sports car. Which one are you going with? Yeah. This would have been the first time in my life I would have said truck because this year I, I needed a truck about five times this year. <laughs> it's to me, it's a ridiculous choice. I mean, you have this sports car. It looks like it costs 80 grand and you got some dopey truck, but this is the thing that haunts me. When someone told me that the best selling car in America is the Ford F one fifty. ever since then I look out on the street and 50% of all cars are, tr- are pickups like 50%. And then when Bill Burr pointed out on his podcast the other day that in 1975, your Ford F-150, you could get it in 36 different colors, and now it's available in five, that they've just taken away colors from us. Every car in the world is white. Why would anyone buy a white car? It's just going to get filthy. It's stupid, man. All right. 1-800-878-PLAY. Another thing. I wanted to bring up just because it's funny. Cassius Marsh, you might remember him, the linebacker who does flips. He's a real hothead. He draws crucifixes on his cheeks. He's played for several teams. He was out here with the Niners a little bit. He's now with the Pittsburgh Steelers. But he made headlines today because he went on Tom Segura's uh, podcast and he was talking about his time with the Patriots. A lot of people like to badmouth the Patriot way once they leave. He's no different. Saying the Patriot way is pretty, it's extremely impressive. <clears throat> like they work day in and day out. Their work ethic over there, what they instill is pretty legendary. But they also treat players like crap. They don't, you don't have like, you don't have a lunch, period. You get there. And you have to make time to eat in between meetings. And there are like five to ten minute periods where I would literally go scoop food and put it in a cup and just like crush it real quick before I got to the next meeting. It's just like there's no BS. There's no fun. Well, are you supposed to have fun there? Are you? Uh, You can't argue with the results. And if it's a free country, you don't have to stay. Does that... I mean, I would rather win Super Bowls and not get an official lunch period if I only have 10 minutes to eat real quick. And I think that sounds mostly like camp. (laughs) But this isn't the first time that uh, he said that they don't have any fun up there. He said that before about the Patriot way, and then he said he even considered quitting because of New England. Well, here's the thing about Marsh. 
in eight years, he's been on seven teams. So Marsh is a little bit, like I said, he's a little bit of a crazy ass. There's no doubt about that. Um, and look, I think when you look at Bill Belichick and you look at some other camps, and I'll never forget when I went to Raider camp under Lane Kiffin and everyone was just joking around and I was like, oh no, it's a country club. It's a country club. It's like when I played college football, our camps were extremely strict. And the one time I was late because I was getting taped, I had to clean toilets. It was called Dawn Patrol at 5 a.m. the next day. It was run like a boot camp. And the conditioning was insanely torturous. So many people quit just from the conditioning. It was no fun. But when do you have fun playing football? I used to tell my players when I coached, I said, you're going to come out here, bleed, cry, sweat, you know, be miserable. But on game day, all those kids in the stands are going to wish they were on the team. It's a glorious sport. You can have a lot of glory. Violence are the defensive players. Brave are the offensive players. Are you more violent or brave? All these little things. Someone's going to dig up a helmet and say, this was a cool sport. I used to have these little motivational speeches, Matt Foley. But, um, you know, look, Bill Belichick, did you expect to go up there and have fun? The Lane Kiffin camp, it's like everyone just sat around and did the Raiders suck? Oh, they sucked. They did. But... I mean, you think about Lane Johnson. He's with the Eagles now, the right tackle. He just recently criticized New England. He was only there for two months. But I think, you know, more and more people are going to open up about how Bill Belichick was mean to me. (laughs) It's not supposed to be fun. That's the thing. If you can have fun, great. But uh, just don't expect it. And if you don't have fun, don't say they're treating you like crap. Cassius Marsh. Come on back. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. 
Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Oh, I would love that. And then maybe afterwards we can go field herping. That's when you go out and you look for reptiles. Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. Thank you for that. And a couple minutes left in the show. The MLB amateur draft wrapped up yesterday. Yes, only 20 rounds. More than five of last year, not the traditional 40 or 50 we used to have. Uh, Looking at my Oakland A's, only two high schoolers out of the 20. The number one overall pick, Max, not the Dodger, Muncie. In the 11th round, they took a uh, high school kid out of Puerto Rico, a left-handed pitcher, 6'7". 237. But I also noticed that in the 18th round, they took a guy named Mariano Ricciardi. He's a second baseman, a senior from Dayton. And uh, 5'7. Mariano Ricciardi is the son of J.P. Ricciardi. J.P. Ricciardi and Billy Bean were both once Mets minor leaguers. They became good friends when Billy Bean took over as GM of the A's. He brought in J.P. Ricciardi to Help run his front office. Uh, people were impressed with him. He ended up getting the general manager's job in Toronto and still in baseball. But that's one of those things where you just feel like Billy Bean is doing JP a solid. Uh, I hope not. 
because not like I'm going to panic about throwing away an 18th round pick, but I will panic if I find out that the pick after that, you know, turns out to be the next, you know, Mike Trout. So you always got to worry about these little favors. Hey, why don't you drop my son? Yeah, 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 boy. It's the 18th round. You're running out of chances here. All right, we'll take him right now. I just hope he's actually a good player. Rick, I looked at his stats. He's excellent. All right, good. Then we're all happy. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. at Packer Time. We don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.